0: This is Warrior's Way Podcast, episode 29, and I'm James Eek. The essence of the martial arts and military strategies is self protection and the prevention of danger. Ninjutsu epitomizes the fullest concept of self protection through martial arts training, in that it deals with the protection of not only the physical body, but the mind and spirit as well. The way of the ninja is the way of enduring, surviving, and prevailing over all that would destroy one. More than merely delivering strikes and slashes and deeper insignificance than the simple outwitting of an enemy, ninjutsu is a way of attaining that which we need while making the world a better place. The skill of the ninja is the art of winning. In the beginning study of any combative art, proper motivation is crucial. Without the proper frame of mind, continuous exposure to fighting techniques can lead to ruin instead of self-development. But this fact is not different from any other beneficial practice in life carried to extremes. Medical science is dedicated to the betterment of health and the relief of suffering and yet the misuse of drugs and the exulsion of the physician's skills can lead people to a state where an individual's health is no longer within his or her personal control. A nutritious, well-balanced diet works to keep a person alive, vital, and healthy, but grossly overeating, overdrinking, or taking in too many chemicals is a sure way to poison the body. Governments are established to oversee the harmonious inner workings of all parts of society. And when the rulers become greedy, hungry for power, or lacking in wisdom, the country is subjected to needless wars, disorder, or civil and economic chaos. A religion, when based on faith developed through experience, a broad and questing mind and an unflagging pursuit of universal understanding is of inspiration and comfort to people. Once a religion loses its original focus, however, it becomes a deadly thing, with which to deceive, control, and tax the people through the manipulation of their beliefs and their fears. It's the same with the martial arts. The skills of self-protection, which should provide a feeling of inner peace and security for the martial artist, so often develop without balance in the personality and lead to the lesser martial artist into becoming warped realms of unceasing conflict and, con- and competition which eventually consume him and everything. If an expert in the fighting arts sincerely pursues the essence of ninjutsu, devoid of the influence of the ego's desires, the student will progressively come to realize the ultimate secret of becoming Invincible the attainment of the mind and eyes of God. The combatant who would win must be in harmony with the scheme of totality and must be guided by an intuitive knowledge of the playing out of fate. In tune with the providence of heaven and the impartial justice of nature and following a clear and pure heart full of trust in the inevitable, the ninja captures the insight that will guide him successfully into battle when he must conquer and conceal himself protectively from hostility when he must acquiesce. The vast universe, beautiful in its coldly impersonal totality, contains all that we call good or bad, all the answers for all the paradoxes we see around us. By opening his eyes and his mind, the ninja can responsibly follow the subtle seasons and reasons of heaven, changing just as change is necessary, adapting always so that in the end there is no such thing as a surprise for a ninja. The way to experience ultimate happiness is to let go of all worries and regrets and to know that being happy is the most satisfying of life's feelings. Reflect back on all the progress in your life and allow the positive and creative and joyous thoughts to outshine and overwhelm any sorrow or grief that may linger in the recesses of your mind. Knowing that disease and disaster are natural parts of life is the key to overcoming adversity with a calm and happy spirit. Happiness is waiting there in front of you. Only you can decide whether you, whether or not you choose to experience it. Take all of this to heart. So that is from an article called The Essence of Ninjutsu. And it was written by Toshitsugi Takamatsu. Takamatsu-sensei was the 33rd Sōke of Togakure ninjutsu. And he's a pretty interesting guy if you read about him. And this article, if you read it and dig into it, it's actually a very interesting article, especially if you've done any research or if you managed to live through the ninja craze of the 1980s. And for those of you that don't know about that, you missed out <laughs> uh, ninjas were everywhere in the eighties and I myself, I had a sensei that I trained with, and he was from a samurai family, and he told me stories in my youth of what he'd been told by told that ninja had really been like back in the day when they were used to do the jobs that they had. And none of the stories that he told were all that nice. I'm not going to get into all of that. But suffice it to say, (laughs) the ninjas of real life were raised to be a certain way to do a certain job. From childhood, for the most part. And it wasn't at all like uh, the cool ninjas that we saw in movies (laughs) of course times change and takamatsu obviously is a well-educated man just by how he was able to write but what's interesting about him is he's known as probably the last true ninja because reportedly he was employed to do jobs as a ninja by the japanese government during his lifetime um, what I find the most interesting about the article is that it shows Takamatsu Sensei taking a view of his art as something that can elevate people, which is really what we want from our training. Now, you have to remember that ninjutsu, it's never been a system of martial arts trying to enhance people's lives or enlighten anyone. It was a brutal method of fighting that was used as a way to assassinate or subdue people. It was done in a covert manner. It was making people into... Well, making them into... kind of... How could I put this without showing disrespect? (laughs) I'll just be honest. Um, From what I've heard, they were made into people that were more animalistic in their methods and their view. Um, And for good reason, because they had to basically try to assassinate um, people that they were obviously tasked to do, but also go against the samurai who were very skilled. And you needed something different to be able to do the job that the ninja did in that day and age. Times change, though, and for a system to actually survive, a system has to adjust. Um, Obviously, Takamatsu understood this. When I read this, I think of what my teacher, Gurudan Osanto told me before, that a, a fighter brings little to a community, but a teacher builds community. This idea of building something and using the martial arts to make a bigger world, a better world, a better life, that that's really key when you get down to it. Especially if you want to take something that you have fully embraced and bring it into modern times when perhaps you can see the end, like Takamatsu probably did. He saw the end of a long line of something. And he was the end of it. And he had to either do something with it or watch it die. And sure, the ninja might have been assassins at some point in their past, but those days were gone and they're gone now. And if positive things can come from the system and people can become better in their lives through the training and to help make the world a better place, then maybe as time goes on, even something that perhaps was seen as scary or horrific or you know, you had to be afraid of what was lurking behind that tree or on your roof um, because it was dangerous and they were dangerous and for rightful reason. Maybe that can become a positive thing. I've met a lot of people that study ninjutsu in our modern time, and uh, I don't think any of them aspire to be assassins. They want to get something positive from this interesting art. And that's a good thing. The last line of Takamoto's article, that happiness is waiting there in front of you. Only you can decide whether or not you choose to experience it. Take it to heart. This is a real key thing to take away from this. In our training, we can simply learn how to protect ourselves, how to hurt other people, how to dominate others, or we can use our training to help others, to make our lives better, to appreciate our lives and the people in it, and what they have brought into your life. Can help you to aspire to like I say often and I I really try to instill in my kids classes to be a good friend to top stop being so egocentric to be stop being so selfish to understand what our training actually means and how important that is to stop running from things and to start wanting to be part of our lives our own lives, and the lives of others. In the end, whether you're a modern ninja or you're a kickboxer, if you can get a better view of your life through your training, then you're on the right path. Now, I think one thing to caution in all of this, though, is um, Takamatsu talks about happiness and making it kind of central and from a Zen point of view, which everything that I see is, you know, um, coded in the Zen awesomeness of it. um, Happiness is something that is fleeting. So uh, while I can, you know, fully agree with a lot of what Takamatsu writes here, I I think that having happiness as your only pursuit in life is probably a, a wrong pursuit. You need to go a little deeper than that even. Be happy with what you have be happy in your life and a lot of that is about acceptance a lot of that about that is about learning to let go a lot of that is about understanding that right here and right now where i am it, it is a good place if you see it that way if you make it that way but happiness itself that's something that uh it comes and goes right and that shouldn't be your only motivation. Um, but I think having this view of Takamatsu, that um, taking this ninjutsu of his, and you have to think about the fact that this is a system that was handed down to him through, like I said, he was a 33rd Soke, the 33rd master of this system and uh there was a long line of people before him that used it for a whole lot of other things um so we have to understand that we have to understand that the arts that we train in too are pretty similar a lot of them were used by people to survive a lot of them were used by people to build the skills and retain the skills of a warrior. And, you know, we're kind of sometimes going on a backwards way of, of training where a lot of these guys, you know, whether they were samurai or Filipino warriors or, you know, melee or Japanese, Okinawan, you know, whatever. These were people that used their art every day and they used their art to keep their skills up. And through their martial art, they were able to infuse it with a way to appreciate what they had more. And that's the lesson that I think we can take away from all of those that went before us. And we're very, very lucky and blessed to live in the times that we live in and to live in countries that are, you know, I don't know where everybody's listening to this from, but, you know, if you're listening from country in North America or in the West, um, we're living pretty good times, you know, even my grandfather's generation that, you know, fought a a terrible war or his father's generation before that, that fought probably, you know, the first world war being horror upon horror, um, terrible times. And that goes for the bulk of human history, And right now we're living in pretty good times and hopefully it stays that way. And we can train in the same way and with the same fire as all of our forebears, but do it to get more. Like Takamatsu says, to have the proper frame of mind. And... That is very good. And like he says, it leads to beneficial practice in life. So there you go. When I was a kid, during the ninja craze, all of us crazy kids either wanted to be ninja or we wanted to be samurai. I always wanted to be a samurai. (laughs) But I still studied the ninja ways. Uh, I actually, when I was a kid, used to make my own little ninja weapons and um, to sneak out and try to attack people from behind. (laughs) A lot of crazy things, which nowadays, if any of my kids uh, did, I'd be horrified. But uh, we're in different times, and I don't think many people... Are, I don't think if you watched any of those ninja movies from way back then, it would make you aspire to be anything other than a person living in the year 2018. <laughs> um, but it was it was interesting, for sure. And, uh, you know, martial arts cycles through different martial arts of, you know, the different flavors, and, you know, that's a, it's an interesting thing to see the the shift that happens subtly over time, you know, and we went through the Bruce Lee craze into, you know, the the karate days and the ninjutsu and before all that, judo. And it's very, very interesting to train in the martial arts for decade after decade and seeing all the things that people do. But I think that we can learn from all of it and studying as many arts as you can, studying as many viewpoints as you can, studying as many philosophies and, um, you know, martial arts modalities, it it just makes you better. It doesn't make you worse, that's for sure. And it gives you a view of what these men and women were all about, what they thought and what they were wanting for the the future and when takamatsu passed away i'm sure he didn't really want ninjutsu to die off which it hasn't um he didn't want it to revert to the old ways of you know bloodthirsty killers hiding on rooftops and jumping on people um he wanted it to become something more And I think that's a a very good thing for us today. You know, whether you're studying jujitsu or you're doing karate or kung fu or anything, um, using that as a vehicle for your self-development and the betterment of the people around you and the world around you, wow, man, that's that's a good goal to have. So, without going on about the ninjas... Maybe pick up an old 1980s movie with Shokuzugi <laughs> and uh, la- probably laugh your head off. But uh, anyways, like I said, I always like the samurai movies better and they've lasted. You can watch The Seven Samurai now in black and white and still be like, wow. <laughs> Anyhow, so the question of the day today is I am frustrated with my training How long does it take to get good? Well, (laughs) first off, welcome to everybody's world. Um, What you need to understand is that in training, we have to be patient. And we need to understand that this is all something new. Every day is something new. You know, just as a baby needs to learn to crawl before it can stand and wobble before it can walk and walk before it can run, Um, martial arts, it's really no different. We go through phases. Um, my advice to you and to all of us is to be kind and gentle with ourselves when it comes to our training or, or our lives. Um, plan on sticking with the martial arts for the rest of your life and not to judge yourself. Well, at least not judge yourself too harshly. But understand that what you're on is a process of learning and of discovery of the art, but also of yourself. What you need to do is learn to shut off your mouth, shut off your mind, in that your view of the way things should be has to be replaced. So you need to instead learn not to put in your two cents and learn to have an open mind. And then try to see things as they really are. See that you're doing better. The next thing you need to do is the work required. And you aren't going to be great right from the start. Well, at least most of us aren't. You're going to suck and things are going to be hard. Things are going to be uncomfortable. Your body is going to sometimes ache. <laughs> but if you stick with it, magic's going to happen. And if you want to be good, you have to do the work. You have to get on the mats. You have to study and research and drill and repeat over and over and over. You have to experiment and you, and you have to just keep at the work of it. And that work of it, the hard, hard work of it, you have to learn to enjoy. And that's really the secret. It's hard work over a long period of time. So there you go. Um, How long does it take to get good? Today. Today you're going to be good if you're going to train. And then tomorrow. Tomorrow you're going to be better. There's going to be times when you're on the mats and you're going to say to yourself, oh my lord, what is going on? This is not coming together. All right, But let that go too. Understand that you are going to change as you get older and train yourself to be that awesome person you're going to be 20 years down the road, 30 years down the road, 40 years down the road, 60 and so on. Don't worry about the you right now. You have to be smart. You have to take care of yourself. You have to be positive about it. Don't expect it to be always fun. Just like I was saying about Takamatsu's comment there. Happiness is something that is fleeting. And in terms of your training, it's not always going to be happy. Sometimes it's hard work, and hard work does not have to be happy. It does not have to be fun, but it should be fulfilling. That hard work feels good. And that's it. And what you'll find is that that is going to give you far more. Imagine if all of your training had to be fun. Imagine if all of your training had to be something that made you feel something well, what's going to happen on those days that it doesn't? What happens if you have months that it doesn't? you're not feeling happy? If you're not having fun? Well, you'll probably quit. <laughs> it's not always that way. But what you will learn to do is get satisfaction from the hard work of it. And to understand that as long as you're training, you are getting better, even when it doesn't feel like you are and it is an, a path that you are constantly climbing so there you go that is maybe a longer answer than you wanted for a simple question but i think it's important to understand um and i think we'll leave it at that so there you go ninjutsu Never thought that I'd be necessarily doing a podcast on ninjutsu, but this is a cool article worth doing, and Takamatsu really brought the ninjutsu into the modern times. Um, read up on it. There's a couple very interesting guys that uh, are keeping the thing going um, in a big way, and they are doing it from really what Takamatsu kicked out the door as he was leaving this world. So that is the end of our podcast for today. Um, if you're enjoying this, please give it a review on whatever it is that you're listening to this podcast on. It takes you about two seconds. You can write something very simple. Give us some stars or whatever it is. Um, tell your friends about it. Tell the people that you are on the mats with, hey, have you heard of this Warrior's Way podcast? It's pretty cool. Um, (laughs) And if you have any questions, please send them my way. Um, I'd love to hear from you and what you think about all this. And I also love the questions that I do get. Um, that's what this podcast is all about, getting something more from our training um, and really trying to reinvigorate the martial arts to the be what it really should be, um, especially in a time when um, the easiest thing to do in the martial arts is to, you know, Treat it as a commodity, treat it as something to do for, you know, a little while, do it for something that, you know, gives me some kind of, you know, easy fix. But the martial arts isn't expected, was never expected to be that way. It was supposed to be something far more. It was, in the Japanese way, it was a dough, it was a way, and it was a way of living a bigger life, a better life, as well as getting all those other things. So, there you go. Let everybody know about it. That's how we make this thing into something special. Um, like I said, do a review. Um, the other way that you can help out with this is I've written a couple books out there. You can find them on Amazon. You can find them um, for your ebooks on Kobo and on Kindle. Uh, of course, there's Warrior's Way. this is named after and my second book on martial arts stuff is a wolf in the woods and i should probably do a podcast on that someday the book is about my my view of training changing after i literally had to fight a wolf in the woods (laughs) an interesting story something i wouldn't recommend to people Uh, anyways, um, without getting into that, um, look for us on Facebook. We've got a Warrior's Way podcast Facebook page that I post stuff on when I am not busy training and doing all the cool things that I get to do in this life. Um, and I'm working on a website that will try to get like a, uh, a list of books and people to look into that we've been talking about in these podcasts. And other things. Um, And I think that's about it. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, Get on those mats and train. Have fun. Have an open mind. Be positive about yourself and your training. And be a good friend. It's that simple. All right. You take care. Have a great day.